granddad business with Aaron Caliber. That's my dad. Hello. Underpants? That is hilarious. Just your mouth dude. Rate and review this podcast while my daddy will go into a deep depression. <laughs> Welcome to Grown Dad Business. This is Aaron Kleiber. Just wanted to uh, say hi, guys. That's it. Just a quick little podcast. No, I'm just kidding. I have a really awesome guest with me today. I got to work with him all weekend at an improv comedy club. And uh, this is this uh, podcast is not a normal Grown Dad Business podcast because um, I had a really good talk with John Heffron. You may have seen him win Last Comic Standing. He's been all over television, one of the funniest comedians working in comedy clubs today. But we had a really awesome conversation. The only thing I could describe it as is a man conversation. We really get into uh, taking care of our families and surviving and uh, apocalyptic type things. We we also recommend uh, books to each other like men, uh, like like. Man books, I mean. It was a really fun, interesting talk, and hopefully you enjoy it because it's something very different than uh, the normal Grown Dad Business podcast. And uh, I'll have John back, and uh, we'll do the normal podcast, talk about his you know, his upbringing, his kids, and things like that. But uh, this, uh, this is basically us, you know, between shows just being goofy and and getting all serious i don't i don't even know how to explain it but anyway um before we get to john heffron real quick want to shout out my sponsor goodsandevil.com you guys know because i mentioned it all the time it's uh my fair some of my favorite shirts on the planet movie shirts nerd shirts horror shirts and a line of vegan shirts goodsandevil.com and you can go on there and save 10% by using the code grown up all one word grown up goodsandevil.com go check it out i always shout out my favorite camp crystal lake camp counselor shirt so go check that out and also if you want to see me live i mean well this weekend i'm in michigan if you have any michigan friends that live near lansing I will be headlining at Tripper's Comedy Club in Lansing, Michigan this weekend. And, uh, well, this weekend is, it's it's April, but I don't know if, you know, people listen to this, like, later. But, you know, April 28th through April 30th. And then, uh, guys, I'm on Norwegian. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, Nor- I'm on Norwegian. Then I got a couple weeks off. Then I'm really getting into it. Uh, I'm going to be at the Limestone Comedy Festival the first week of June. And uh, this summer, I'm coming to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and I'm also coming to Little Rock, Arkansas, and a bunch of other places. Uh, so, yeah. But anyway, goodsandevil.com, check those guys out, and uh, please enjoy my friend John Heffron. And me, and me, and I was part of it, too. Boom, Grown Dad Business, here with my friend John Heffron. We're in Pittsburgh this week. You're in Pittsburgh. You feeling good? <laughs> what if I was there? If I, if I was just that type of guest that just stared at you, I was like, "Yeah, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's fine." Like every like a lot of sports interviews. Yeah, I'm in Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm I'm probably here once, obviously once a year. Yeah, I've never not been here 
This is probably the warmest it's ever been. Oh, yeah, you're always here when it's cold. It's always here when it's crazy cold. Uh, this week, I even uh, called up, like, on Siri, what's the weather like in Pittsburgh? And every symbol, I think that's possible on a weather on Siri popped up this week. There was, like, a, there was like sun, and then the yeah. next one was, like, sun that's... with a little bit of clouds. Then underneath that was, sure, it was, like, rain with the lightning bolt, yep. and then it was snow. And then it it's like everything like you're saying. Every I'm like, possible yeah. that's Pittsburgh, spring. and that just Thursday through. Yeah, and we'll uh, have hail Monday. tonight, and it'll be 75 tomorrow, and people will be fertilizing their grass. It's weird. But, that's how it happens. But you know what? You guys also don't deal with like in California. At least you have water. <laughs> you have water you can drink. And yeah, we're surrounded by brown rivers whenever you want. Yeah. Uh, you can water boom fights. You can take long showers. Yep. You can water your grass. All of that stuff is highly illegal in California. I know. You're not allowed. But everyone, but everyone still has nice grass in California. The rich people do. And that's always a big thing. They'll, on the news. Isn't that a big deal? Like people make it's a It's called about water that. shaming. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. people put posters or like those uh, political signs in people's yards if their yards are green. Right, because you know they're watering their lawns. Yeah, so people water shame them and will will post stuff in there. Wow. Like, why is your grass so green? Or notice your grass versus your neighbors. Like people. Wow. Yeah. Like so, when you were kind of growing up, you you would drive around your neighborhood and you'd see somebody with a really nice yard. Yeah. And as a kid, you'd go, "Oh, that'd be a great yard to play for, like football in. Look, look how yeah, great, yeah. green that would be. Perfect. Now, when you see that in L.A., you just think. That guy's an ass. <laughs> That's but hilarious. But they get tickets. But then on the news all the time, they have like a celebrity. You know, they're still like a celebrity's home and go, so-and-so. So-and-so's grass is green. Is green. Like Tom That's- Selleck was stealing water. There was a, there was a fire hydrant. What? Like, you know, like, you know how sometimes they have like a development that never happens? Yeah, sure. So there was a fire hydrant in, like, a street that was going to be homes, but no homes were ever actually built. Tom Selleck was having trucks, like, huge trucks, like, huge, yeah. those big tanker things. Yeah, like water trucks. Show up, and then they were taking water out of that hydrant, and then he was taking that water back to his house, and then he was using that water. He was stealing water, full-on Stealing water. Did he get fined or something? Yeah, happened? they busted him. And I think I saw on the news they like ticket him for like fifty grand or something. Whoa! Yeah, it's kind of crazy. That's Come crazy. On. You're Tom Selleck. You're stealing water. You're stealing like, water to water your. Do people get in trouble for like filling up their swimming pools and stuff? And yeah, I have a pool, but I haven't like such a waste. I haven't swam in that thing and you skateboard in it. Skateboard. Yeah, but the water, like, it goes down, and you have to fill it up. Looks like the poltergeist pool. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to fill it up, or all your pumps are going to blow up. Yeah. But all my trees, grass, and everything, um, my sprinkler system hasn't worked in maybe two years, so I feel like it's a wash. Sure. And I also feel I'm home two days a week, or two days a month, and my yeah, right. wife travels too. Yeah. So if you kind of total up, like nobody's flushing toilets and showering at my house, right? During the week that I know of, right? Um, so then I go, okay, it's a wash. But you do get ticketed, like somehow they know. Oh yeah. And if wow. you're over your amount, I know friends that take a bucket of water, or they take a bucket, 
and put it in their shower because that's where you waste the most water. Right. Is when you're showering, the runoff. Right. Yeah. yeah you got to yeah. figure out how much water is hitting you. Right. And yeah. Then right. How much is just going. Right. So you put the bucket of water or the bucket underneath the shower spigot. And then when you're done showering, now you have a, a bucket full of water. Water your plants. And then you're supposed to take that and dump it into the uh, top part of your toilet. So oh, it's, it's even thing. it's even more survival than it, I thought. I was like, oh, you can water your plants. You're like, no. no and then we boil like it. 2016. And make spaghetti. Like, yeah, we're we're, I, we're at a it's we're like a day away from having that big long stick that you carry on your shoulder with two buckets <laughs> on both sides, like you're training for kung fu. Yeah, dude. You know, like and walking up a hill with the two buckets of water. Like, <laughs> wow, it is kind of crazy. I didn't think it was that serious. Yeah, I mean, I I, you know, I mean, a lot of LA friends they talk about it, but holy moly! But then it's one of those things where you go, oh, I'm gonna do. I I don't do the bucket in the shower thing, but then then you see that. Tori Spelling is, you know, had a has a water park in her backyard for her kids, and then you go, okay, wh- why am I taking a minute shower? Yeah, when all these other people, then then you start to go, okay, I'm not caring. So yeah. that's the whole thing. That's how that's how that works. That's how a whole society coll- collectively just gives up. Yeah, you go, for well, sure. If no one else is doing it. Then why am I doing it? Yeah, that's true. So wow. I'm also collecting. Um, I bought. Those uh, big five, uh, I don't even know how big they are. Those big blue drums that you catch rainwater. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I do want to get one of those. But in some cities, and I think the one I'm in, it's illegal. I'm not kidding you. Oh, well, it's because of of some of the things that can be in the water and they don't want you to put it back into something or something, right? Something like that? It's all scam, man. It's the man. It's the man doesn't want you to have solar power, grow your own food and water. Yeah, that's They're true. Slaves. It's well, a matrix. I mean, like I think, like if if it if water comes off your rooftop and it's like they don't want the water running through the shingles and then going and then you using that in the in the ground, something like that. I don't know. Wouldn't but, that water technically though end up in the ground? Yes. Anyway, because what would but happen? I think it, that's it what I've heard. Rough, and then it hits the gutter. And then it goes through all the leaves and dirt that I've never cleaned out of my gutter. Yes. And then it goes down the gutter and then spills so out out of my con- tr- concrete. Technically, you have a filtering system in there already. And then it goes. So why not just use that water to then spray hmm. trees with? It's the same True. water. I mean, I'm not going to make ramen noodles <laughs> out, out of that water. You know, I'm not going to like... Cup of noodle? But... Uh, barrels outside. When there when there are riots and everything's on fire and you have those gallons of water, you could purify that water pretty quick. Absolutely. More than my pool. Yeah. Uh, because I've already thought... I already looked into Your that. Your poltergeist swimming pool. My poltergeist. I always figure out how do I get that, my pool water, drinkable. Yeah. <laughs> You know, for when stuff goes down. You could, uh, yeah, why would they make that illegal? That's blowing my mind. I think it's illegal. I see it on Facebook all the time. You see so-and-so's arrested, but you don't know if it's those fake websites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I just saw somebody got busted for growing vegetables. Well, no, on on some places you can't have um, your own food source, like... Like you get chickens? A, you got to get like, oh, well, yeah, because of disease and stuff like that, right? I don't know. I think with animals, it's because of disease and stuff. But I think in residential you, areas. Yeah, I could kind of yeah. see that if you like live in a sub 
Do you yeah, want to yeah, live yeah. next door to the people who have chickens? Or like you live in an apartment building with a middle courtyard and you got chickens? And <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are some parts of L.A. that have that. But let's say just like yeah. if you're in a different part, maybe you wouldn't. But that's not I know purpose. Joe Rogan has, uh, um, and he talks about it, so I don't think I'm busting him. But uh, he's got, what chickens lay eggs that you can eat? I mean, I'm, I'm, you hens? can tell I'm not a farmer. I don't, I mean, hens, but I don't know. Okay. I guess there's a certain type of yeah, chicken. See how dead we'd be if we lived in like dead. if we had to start a society. We I don't even know no. that. Be That's probably like people. the basic. Yeah. But whatever he has, he has yeah, hen laying eggs. Yeah, yeah, eggs. Yeah. And that's how him and his family get their eggs. That's awesome. Because it's good because you have to go off the grid. You're gonna sure. need a food source. So if you have chickens that lay eggs, you got a couple different you got a couple different food sources. It's so no. funny. What, what, like, would you know what to do if you have, let's say, you're hungry. Your family's really hungry. Okay. Uh, you have no access to a grocery store. Yeah. And you have three, and your kids named them. It's Gertrude, Gallivant, and Penelope. And Penelope yes. are running around your backyard because you're getting hungry. Yeah. And you've eaten eggs now for, I don't know how fast they even produce eggs. But now you got to pick one of them. You got to go out there, and it's Ger- Gertrude, Penelope, or King Arthur. Kill a chicken, and you got a kid. Would you know how to do that from start to finish? I think so. I think I could do it. My brother, I think so. my brother-in-law, um, who is very Latino, he says all the time that his mom would go out and back grab yeah. a chicken, and then you just grab the neck and you go, whoosh, whoosh, and yeah. then it's broken, and then they. I did it on a on a history show. Uh, it was a pilot for a, a show. It was, I think it was called Man Up or something. Where yeah, each week there was three of us, and you had to get you were given a task, and one of you had to man up and do it. I love and, it. And it was all like it was all hein- like it was all yeah. kind of scary stuff. That and and they picked us. One guy was like an extreme. Um, uh, like motorcycle guy he was yeah. on that psycho circus sure so he was very manly another guy was like a comic and then me and one we had to go to a farm that it was all free range everything yeah free range cows free range turkeys chickens and if you wanted to eat some people go to this place where it's just these animals and you got to go kill it it's the whole deal. You don't get to just go to the grocery store yeah. with a plastic wrap could do that. and pick your food. Because that's the whole thing is people go, I would never kill anything. But yet you have no problem just going and ordering sure, sure. a steak oh, or going I to McDonald's. Don't, don't get me started about that. Okay, so, but there are those people. like see, Yeah. But, so, it, th- this was a Christmas special. So, we had to kill <laughs> a turkey for, we had to kill a turkey for the show to eat on our Christmas uh, thing. So we go in a pen of, I don't know how many turkeys are there, you know, 25, and we had to chase them. And it was just kind of a weird, you know you're going to grab a turkey. We know what's going to happen to this turkey. And this one turkey decided to go left when everybody went right, and going left was the wrong decision. That's when we got him. Uh, And then you had to take that turkey, and then you had to kill it, do they do they struggle pretty hard? Well, it's a whole. That's a whole nother art. You had this because they have talons. You have yeah, to right. Sweep in, and you you grab it. And and I've always had 
a pretty good skill of pretending to work when other people are around. Like when I worked at a grocery store <laughs> and we're unloading a truck, I kind of always looked busy, but I never physically <laughs> unloaded anything. So that's kind of what I did with the turkey. So I had, I had no part in grabbing the thing. So Andy Bell, he gra- he'd swoop under and grabbed the turkey from underneath and s- spun it upside down. There was like a move you do. Right. Then you had to take to kill the turkey. You had to slit its neck from, there's a way to do it. I mean, there's an unhumane way, but there's yeah. a way you can do it where the turkey doesn't like suffer. You know, just, right. So we had an upside down traffic cone. Uh, nailed to a tree so like the big end of the cone is up and then yeah yeah, yeah. So, i get it so then you take the turkey and you stick the turkey in the cone so the head was sticking out of the bottom yeah of the of the cone <laughs> yeah so then that's how you slit its neck jeez and then it bleeds out and it was traumatic dude i'm not like i like my food i'm kind of like the mafia i want it killed i don't want to know how I don't necessarily <laughs> want to know who does it. I just want it dead. This is so funny. So we seem we seem like we're off topic, but this is the most dad shit ever. This so is us talking about water and yeah, survival. yeah, we're all about kids immediately. So we're killing turkey. So so then you, we you, you slit it, and then from there you you put it in this machine, and you just somebody some guy invented some. Oh, it, it feathers it, right? You just yeah, you spin it before you know it. Then now it looks like a butterball turkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you got out, and then you have right. to gut it and and, right. and stuff like that, and then you ended up uh, eating it. But I think you know, I could do all that as a dad. If we if we swing it back around, right? There, there's a lot of dad skills that uh, nobody knows. Yeah, you think you do. You're making me think about my whole life right well, now. Well, I'm kind of a I'm kind of a prepper and this I don't like to do any of that stuff like that stuff I wouldn't know how to do. See, like I I wouldn't know how to gut like the only uh, thing I think about preparing for is like the end of the world. Like that's the only time I ever think of that. Like I think about like a zombie invasion. Like what would I do? There'll be uh crazy riots, there'll be crazy floods, earthquakes, fires. Um 100% will go down before a zombie attack. Yeah, that's true. And everything I just said will go down. It's not a, it will. Oh, I believe that. It will happen. Maybe living like out here where you're not necessarily, I don't know where you live, but like you don't live right in the middle of a city. Right. Like if you live on the outskirts, you're probably okay. But where I live in. That's the idea. Where I live in Los Angeles, one earthquake, like the one that happened in 92, Mm -hmm. your host. No, people didn't have power for weeks. Right, that's crazy. Or, or if there, you know, if there's huge riots, you have no access to food, and yeah. that's pretty. That's not overly being paranoid. That's easily happenable if that's a word. Yeah. So because of that, I've become this thing. Are you like prepping? Are you prepping? Yeah, but here's the thing about prepping. You, and if you're a dad, if you're family, you completely. There's websites you can go to. You don't. Oh, I've I've been on. I, you don't I've got been to be into like it. Crazy prepper. Yeah. You don't have to have do sniper turret on the top of your house. Do you have prep. a a go pack? I have a go bag. I have minimum of I, I don't know four minimum. Because here's here's the let me add some levels to that. Okay, you need a go this is bag. Fascinating. Okay, you need a go bag at your house. Okay, yes. you have uh, how many? You have the uh, three uh, kids. You have three kids. Yeah, wife, and my wife. Uh, any animals? No. 
No way. I got three kids. Okay. <laughs> so you have so you have three kids. If I was to tell you, you have maybe ten minutes to get out of your house. Could you do it? Yes. Because here's what you need. Okay. Your go pack has to be that that shit is hanging yep. in your garage. Yep. It's like Batman. Yep. Fucking, it's in the sorry. I didn't mean to swear. That's okay. Uh, so you, that has to be in there where it's not. You're not even thinking about it, right? You, 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 and you have. If it's me and my buddy, always talk about this, and he's a crazy tact, not a crazy tactical guy, ex Navy SEAL, and this was right. Does for a living. If it's predictable, it's preventable. So that means if if you can predict something's gonna happen, you can prevent that from happening sure that's as easy as do i go get gas at the shady gas station at two o'clock in the morning yeah well it's kind of predictable what maybe happens right so that's also preventable by getting gas at 12 o'clock during the day at a non-shady gas station does that make sense yeah yeah yeah. you have your go bag if you got you and your family got it kind of truck out now that's a whole another podcast of what's in that go bag i know oh it's a whole thing okay that's the whole thing so, but you also, people always assume, well, I have a go bag at home and I got a little, I got some water, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's great. You and your family are in your minivan or whatever vehicle yep. and you're at your your daughter's soccer practice. Yeah. Something happens. Shit goes down. You, you can't go home. You can't get home. Yeah. Now what are you going to do? Right. All your go bags at your house, right? Right. Now you need a go bag for in your, in your vehicle. Yep. You should always have a vehicle go bag. Yep. So always be there. Then, let's say you we're in this uh, comedy club, and it's been known to happen. Crap goes down here. You need a, a what you carry go bag. Yeah, yeah. Uh, certain items you have on you Jeez. at all times while you're there. So you have one at your house. You have one in your car. You have a mini kind of thing going on with you. Come on. Then come in. Oh yeah, you can come in come if on. you're coming in. Yeah, just set it. Just set it down right there. Look at that. Whoa, what is that? Thank you. Is that a special meal? Because I want that exactly. <laughs> what did I say? That's Can so I good. say something? I go. So you had a mini go bag. I want no vegetables at all. And they gave me vegetables. I'll eat all your vegetables. And there's vegetables touching oh. all my stuff. I, it, it, it's vegetables all I touching. Pay, ten, pay, pay attention to me. You that, that's why when servers don't write shit down, it drives me crazy. I'll eat all those vegetables. Write it down. So anyway, so you have a go bag that is, um, yeah, that's in your car, and then there, there there's in your book, personal one. There's a book. It's called. Uh, it's either it, it's a book and it's an audio book. I forgot the guy's name, but it's CIA Secrets for Survival. Okay, I highly recommend getting that book. Wow, it's awesome. It's not a lot of fluff. The guy will literally go. Here's the go bag you should have in your car. Here's exactly what you need. Looking in it. it up right now. Um, here's what you should have at your house. You know, and it goes through. You know, yeah, a little bit of food, um, cash. You know, some type of pain meds, uh, change of clothes. Right. So, um, me and my wife, we I, I have, and I'm obsessed with making these. We have backpacks for each other. <laughs> You know, with like a new, like a you know, yeah, hoodie. Um, you know, uh, kind of like more hikery work jeans. Um, 
a different pair of shoes. Spy Secrets That Can Save Your Life? Yes, dude. That book is unbelievable. Uh, a and there's a seminar purchased. you can go to. A seminar? Yeah, yeah. He, it's, but it was, it's just his, the seminar he has, it's, uh, it's just too expensive. It's 3500 bucks, and it's a week long. Day one is all handgun shooting. Day two is shotgun. Day three is hostage, like if you ever get like duck-tied or bag over your face. The other days are busting through roadblocks, defensive driving, um, you know, and stuff like that. That is awesome. Yeah. I've actually done defensive driving. It's pretty fun. Yeah. It's also with good. a state trooper. It's also good, you know, um, shooting over cars, shooting in cars, <laughs> um, you know, that type of stuff. Because you have to figure, um, I don't know if you're like, I know we're all over the place, but if you're a gun guy, okay, not everybody's a gun guy, but, sure. but here's the deal. Your partner at the end of the day isn't going to be Jason Bourne. You're not going to be hanging out with yeah, Jason right. Bourne when stuff goes on. Yep. It's going to be your wife or family. Yep. So learning third-party protection skills, just like a bodyguard and stuff like sure. that, I think for families is pretty important yeah. to know you know, how you get your kids out of a scenario. Right. If now, especially not, like if you're at a mall and everything goes down. Yeah. You got to kind of have to know, here's what happens. Because you never want to have to figure that out when it happens. Right. Like, so you kind of, sure. you kind of have to have that talk. And there's those books, and there's so many great books. There's a Navy SEAL one, like 100 Life Saving Skills. Yeah, I've seen stuff like that, yeah. But it's all, that one's really good, too. That yeah. one's like how to protect yourself in a hotel, how to do this, how to learn the baseline of a room. Like, every place you're at, there's like a baseline. If you're at a restaurant, if you yeah, listen yeah, to yeah, it, yeah. you can kind of hear the baseline. Yeah. Of the murmur and stuff like that. And then when stuff goes down, you can tell when that baseline's about to change. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's fascinating. So I'm kind of obsessed with that type of stuff. No, I love this. This is this is different than some some of the stuff I talk about. Well, this is this is the daddest dad of the dad talk of all time. <laughs> I love this. I'm gonna the, change my whole podcast. But the third part party protection is important because Yeah. You never a lot of times you won't have time to figure stuff out. Right. So let's say I hope that this will never happen, but this is just worst, right. worst, worst case. You and your, you know, you and your family are just at uh, some mall. Right. The mall, there's something happens at that mall. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually, in you know, everything I've read and all my friends I talk to, Getting the heck out of Dodge is usually the best scenario. Yeah. A lot of people, especially if, if there's like if there's a lot of shooting right. and firing, the people kind of drop. Yeah. Now, there's a difference between concealment and cover, depending right. on if you have a weapon. But the people usually kind of just drop and freak out are kind of ones who get shot a lot. Yeah. So you're technically, your best bet is just getting this yeah, shit Yeah, it's flight out. immediately. It's just running as fast as you yeah, can. Yeah, flight immediately, yeah. And you hold, it's, I, I hate to say this, but it's kind of like when you're, you know, I, we were in the woods, uh, me and my wife we were camping with this couple, and there were like ticks. You yeah. know, they're like, I think there might be a lot of ticks in this area. So I was spraying, and my wife goes, hey, you're putting a lot of tick stuff on. You chill out. I go, here, the ticks are going to come around. I just want to have more tick stuff on than the person next to me. Right. 
because that's the person who's going to get, you know what I mean? <laughs> so you just need to, but yeah. you have to have those scenario drills. If, if you're at home, yeah. I don't know if you have a house alarm or anything, but you, let's say something goes down. Right. Just like the military, your family has to have a plan. Yeah, if, we've if talked you, about that. If you hear glass break downstairs and everybody's running around scared, which is a, a scary scenario. Right. Mm, you kind of got to be a well, here's what happens. When this happens, the, you know, every house, I know I'm all over the place, is, there's a choke point in everybody's yes. house where if you don't make it to that yes. choke point, now you're stuck there. Yes. Just, just like, w- I don't know the roads well enough around here, but whatever your main freeway is, yeah. and people are going, hey, there's a nuclear bomb that's going to land right where we are here at the improv. Whatever choke point, everybody getting out, you have to find alternate ways right. around. Right, right, right. Well, that includes a building too, for sure. Yeah. So, or your house. Yeah. Right. So, there are certain choke points of our house. I know. Hey, if anything goes down, I'm at least getting to here. Yeah. So there's enough space for you guys to kind of do what we've planned there. Right. And then I can, unless it's a you know a ninja SWAT team all right. coming to kill me. That you know what I mean. This I'll is be, awesome. I'll be able to fend off, but. Uh, I love that you're into all this stuff. I read oh, all this stuff all the oh, time. No, I mean, I'm just I'm, listening I'm to everything you are- Like, I did a, and I have to eat this rice or I'm going to die. Um, like, when my daughter was younger, um, I, I set off the house alarm, you know? So, I mean, I, I said we're, we're doing a test, so I, yeah. Yeah, I think you have to call the company so nobody shows up. But the house alarm was going off, which was really annoying. Uh, and then I had her... I unplugged the phone and I had her call nine one one like a billion times. Yeah, just dial nine one one with a lot of noise and a lot of craziness. Yeah, and I closed her door and I was pounding on her door and I got her stress level. She she hated it. But there are a lot of back in the day, not so much anymore because the phone number is kind of obsolete. But even police officers, when something would go down at their house, they would call 411. Yeah. Because that was like information right. back when you would do that. Mm-hmm. So, muscle memory wise, yeah. you have to learn how to call like 911 when you're right. at this high level of, of whatever. Right. Because your wife, back to that story, your wife's always <laughs> going to be your partner. Right. In most of those scenarios. Right. And there's a lot of classes you can take, um, couple, you know, the couples therapy or wherever where whether you're a gun person or not right you both kind of learn how to clear a house or yeah. have each other's sticks and you go just so you Sounds know like one the best anniversary present ever well just so you know your wife's not gonna shoot you yeah or right. vice versa i mean right. there's a lot of those stories where right. guys have heard people downstairs oh and, and it's came, their wife and oh they yeah come downstairs and it's the wife there's, yeah. there's ways to talk there's ways to protect and then there's there's safe room issues don't even get right, me right, right. into that there's like <laughs> Things you can do to your house, which are like so easy to fix. Yeah, which I don't know why people do all the time. Yeah, like we were talking about lock picks and like different locks, and uh, yeah, absolutely. For less than a thousand dollars, right? I put a, a protection film over every one of my sliding doors, every one of my windows. Yeah, um, you can't even tell it's there. Right, right, and it's that film. Kind of like what cars have. Right. So you can take a baseball bat and be on the outside, and you can swing, and you're not going to bust my window. Yeah. yeah. Now you swing five times. Yeah, it'll shatter, but it won't break. And then you'll get in. Right. But I'm making your life a little bit more difficult for you. Well, and it's time. It's time. 
Right, you're buying time. You're, those things, and you're smashing. You're making yeah. noise. Yep. So even the windows that are there, it's just that little bit of thing where if someone smashes yeah. it once and they don't get in, right? They do it again. Now they're like, but you know, which is like a, a car alarm. Like someone broke into my car like two years ago, and they didn't get anything because they broke my window. My alarm went off, and they reached in my car as quick as they possibly could. But the, the alarm is a deterrent. Where it just buys them like, oh, I better go, yeah. you know what I mean? It buys them time. It buys time to think like, okay, I don't have any time to do anything. Like, I got to get out of here. Yeah, or but that's. You know, I mean, that's a great idea for your or windows. Even those, you know, the the big thing now is you know your door. Uh, you know the steel little plate where your oh yeah yeah your door goes in that screw yeah that screws that little steel plate uh, is usually I don't know oh yeah I know inch. yeah yeah. Well, if you undo that and screw in like a th- a two incher, or right. three incher, that door is almost unkickable. Like, it, yeah, it, it's almost um, nobody will be able to kick that in, unless, right? Unless they got one of those SWAT things. And again, yeah, you're buying time. Yeah. So now if you have that set up, and then exactly you have a space, and you know you do that for right. your kids' room, right? Now it's gonna suck if they're teenagers and they hate you, and they're gonna right. go and lock themselves in the safe room. Then that's a whole <laughs> other issue. But for the most part, you you could frame your kids' doors, uh, you know, with an that extra steel plate yeah. and that thing, and say, "Hey, this ever goes down, you close that door and you you thing. No one's getting in. Yeah, unless, like I said, unless they're the shining with an axe. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, spending yeah spending all day, you know, doing it. And that's all <laughs> having no weapons in the house. That's just making. Things a little bit, you know, a, a little bit easier, dude. I love it. I uh, so I'm gonna have to have you do the podcast again when I see you again. Maybe when I come to LA and we'll actually talk about your life and your stepdaughter <laughs> and your marriage. But this is, I think, this is a really fun change. I think of a friend who listens all the time, Jason Clark, who's going to love this episode. <laughs> okay, the books are Go CIA Secrets, yeah, Save Your Life. Um, I listened to the audio book. The guy's got like a book book, but that's where I get, um, I even joke on stage about my, uh, yes, spy secrets that can save your life. A former CIA officer reveals safety and survival techniques to keep you and your family protected. Jason Hansen. Yeah. He tell he talks about how you can tell if you're, if you're walking, if somebody's tailing you or if it's about to do something. Yeah. Um, like if you're walking, let's say you're in a city and you're walking, somebody's that walking. Kinda, that kind of helps for what comedians do too. Oh, it's, yeah, it's great. It's huge. And also there's a lot of situational awareness that yes. your kids, I mean, your kids are younger. Yeah. But when, you know, mine was a teenager who's sure. now in the military, so maybe I had some type of effect on her. <laughs> um, it's situational awareness stuff. It's just amazing. When when I even walk yeah. around like New York City and people have headphones on and girls are looking at their phone, mm-hmm. like I wish I had business cards where I could just hand them that would say you'd be stabbed yes. if you weren't paying attention. It's crazy, it, like there's so many. I that's did the uh, biggest thing is like how do you not? I did the Cabo Comedy Festival two years ago, and two comedians walking home to their hotel in we're in Cabo, Mexico, by the way. It's not like resort. Uh, there were resorts that we stayed on, but when we were out doing shows, it was like in the city. Right. And comedians walking back to the hotel, two, three in the morning, little tipsy, 
or just have their face in their phone walking home, two comedians got their phones snatched right off of them and just ran. Just snatched it and ran. I'm like, you're insane. I, I walk back to a hotel from a comedy club. I don't even get my phone out. No. Matter of fact, a lot of times I have my hand, my phone in my hand. Yeah, and I, just I have, just in uh, case I have to call for help or something like I don't, that. I don't. I usually don't check luggage. I sound like a bitch. No, uh, well, I, I usually don't check luggage, so I don't ever right. have a weapon. But I, I, the whole week I've shown you my little tactical pen. Yeah, that, that I can make it through TSA with. Just yeah. pointy enough where I can keep it in my hand. Yeah. And if oh, I've get, done if, the thing where you put your key in your knuckle. And if I get in a little bit I of trouble, because I felt something shady, I can do one little, yeah. one, one little jab to your throat and you, get away. You're a goddamn man. <laughs> it's in. This is exciting. Uh, right, dude. We'll talk about kids and fun stuff and soccer and different practices. <laughs> I know. On soccer can play next time. I know. But no, this you, is awesome. You have to have scenario drills with your things. You have to decide before stuff goes down. I've already decided my wife will never become a hostage. Now, I know right. that sounds weird, but if yeah. there's a scenario where somebody's going to take her to a second location and I'm there, it's not going down. Right. So I've already made that decision. Right. So then if that ever happens, I'm not, oh, God, well, it's just, I've already, because right. that's the thing with bad guys. They've already pre-planned. They already have that movie running in their head. Right. If you're about to be robbed or mugged, that guy's been thinking about that. Right. That guy's been thinking about busting into your house in the middle of the day, which, by the way, most um, burglaries happen not at nighttime. Is it happen during the day yeah. when your family's in and out. Because so, they think you're not home, too. Yeah, so you bust that. Oh. There you go. That's my safety talk. Lots of tips. I am purchasing uh, The Spy Secrets. It's a great book. To save your family book. It's a great book. Right now. Uh, John Heffern, thanks so much, dude. Uh, we'll talk about something, you know. It's Again, good. another good. time. This is good. This it's is good. this is life saving. This is a super dad episode. You did a service. You did a service, <laughs> guys. We're just trying to bless you. And uh, hey, John Heffern's coming out with a Netflix special soon. And uh, you know, it's just johnheffern.com, right? Yep. H e f f r r o n. Correct. And uh, yeah, dude. That's it. That's it, man. That's it. You're the best. Thank you, sir. See you. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening. You're the best. Listen, um, if you like my podcast, uh, I want to ask you a favor. Please share it. Uh, tell other parents, dads, whatever, people that enjoy comedy. Share that for me and go on iTunes and rate and review it. Uh, you're awesome. Uh, and I can't do what I do without you guys. And I'm having a blast. And also check out Epicast.tv, uh, Epicast Network. They're my guys who uh, do this, produce it. Shout out to Buzzy. Working hard on the wheels of steel. And also, goodsandevil.com, 10%, grown up, all one word, save some money. Guys, you're the best. Be kind, be funny, follow your heart. I don't know how many catchphrases I have at this point. I don't know, I just say things out of my face. Epicast.